Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. Listen, I, I do agree that the sentences for cruelty to animals should be a lot more strict. I, I think that the people in the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals should be given more powers. I think they their hands are tied in a lot of situations, so they have to go back and discuss, and then, you know, the animal's life is hanging in the balance anyway. So I, I do think they should be given more powers. But as far as <laughs> expecting justice for animals, look how bad our system is for justice for human beings. You know, you're fighting a losing battle there. Uh, I have a beautiful little dog, and... Uh, if anyone did anything on him, it would be like hurting one of my children in the sense that he's become part of the family. Um, but I wouldn't equate them as the same. But I do think the laws need to change drastically. Again, the power needs to be with the, the uh, different societies out there to help animals. All right, the question I'm simply asking you is, I gave you the analogy, you know, that if you abused or neglected a child, you'd probably go to jail for six, seven years. If you abuse or neglect an animal, you know, like a dog or a cat or a horse or whatever it is, should you go to jail for six or seven years? Now, the law currently wouldn't let, wouldn't let that happen. What happens currently at the moment is you're brought to court, the judge gives you a slap on the wrist, you might get a fine. If you're really unfortunate, he might tell you're not allowed to own a dog for a year or something like that. But you would rarely, in any case, go to jail. The most horrible case I remember was about four or five years ago with a man in the Phoenix Park. And he swung the dog by the lead like a lasso around his neck. Do you remember that story? And then eventually decided he would stand on the dog's head. And unfortunately for him, there was a guard nearby who spotted him. He was arrested. He got a fine and told he couldn't own a dog for a year. That's all he got. Uh, let me go to Catherine. Catherine, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm good. How are you? Um, Catherine, now, you know, you could, we could say let's change the law to apply the same laws that we would use for human beings. But some people would say, well, but you can't really do that. You know, it's an animal. Yeah. Right. Well, I think so. I mean, you know, people who abuse an animal, they're going to go on to abuse a child or a human being in time. I mean, it's, it's a psychological reports have said you uh, serial killers and murderers and rapists mm-hmm. take off by pulling the legs off spiders. So, yeah, it's a serious, serious problem. I mean, I'm horrified at the story yesterday. But, you know, yes, we should improve the fines and the, then the, the bans and the jail time. And you make an example of a few of them. I mean, with the puppy farm capital of the world, we're, we're a disgrace. And the disgrace is on the people who buy these dogs from breeders. No demand, no supply. Did we not um, bring I mean, in good legislation back in 2011, I think? It was it Richard Bruton not, at the time or something? It's not implemented. It's not implemented. You know, it's just, if we could make an example of a few of them. I mean, the, the last puppy farmer that I read about in Cavan, he got three months or six months, something abysmal. Like, each of those dogs should be represented in court for the misery. Um, puppy farming, in my, my, my opinion, breeding should be stopped. I, I, see, I, I did see the pictures from City West, Jess. Well, I don't want to focus yeah. too much on the case because I know oh, there's no, a guard investigation. But, but I see the pictures and these little emaciated puppies, you know what I mean? I know, it's disgraceful. I know, but people are buying these puppies for Christmas presents and then they're ending up in rescues in, in the month of January. I'm a volunteer at Husky Rescue Ireland and at the moment the situation is critical in every rescue in the country. You know, adopt never shop is the policy. So if there's no demand, there'll be no supply. That will cut half the cruelty. Bring in stricter um, jail time. Make an example of a few of them. But it's up to us, every individual who listens to your really good show, it's up to you not to buy a puppy or a dog for Christmas. Or don't buy a dog or a puppy. It's full stop. Go to a rescue centre where you will be stringently home-checked to make sure that the dog's not going to be let down a second time. 
you will be home checked. I mean, dogs are not commodities to be used for breeding machines. I mean, the way they treat them, as you've seen in the, those photos, it's sickening. And I hope this gets home to the people that the adopt never shop. Please do not support this this racket, this vile trade. And it's, by the way, I'm just looking at this particular story. It's not just dogs as well. I mean, things like tarantulas, snakes. I know, but they're, they're know, not parrots. I know, but animals are not ours to abuse. I mean, snakes and tarantulas and all, they shouldn't be in cages. They shouldn't be in people's homes. The law needs to change there. Exotic animals should not be in homes. Unless you have That's a licence to own one and you're, you're a breeder or, you know, or there's some particular reason you know, for research and whatever well, it is. It's I don't wrong. Know. Well, it's breeding still wrong. You know, yeah. It's wrong on every level. It's wrong for the animals. It's a vile trade and they're just using animals to make money. And, it's, and they end up in rescue centres. They all have either behavioural problems or they have health issues. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you're paying for a damaged, damaged soul. The mother's mistreated. They don't give them enough food. They don't even give them bowls of water. They don't clean the excrement off them. Only when silly mm-hmm. people, selfish people come to... Okay, so so if I... What, what do you suggest, Catherine? If I abused a child or neglected a child, now, uh, the child would survive, obviously, right? Would be tra- traumatised. But I, I neglect a child. I'd go to jail for six or seven years, right? Most likely. Well, it should be 20. It should be 20 or 25. Well, probably, yeah. But, but, yeah, but, but, that, but, that, but currently the law, I, I'd probably go to jail for six or seven years for neglecting yeah. a child or for allowing a child yeah. to go hungry or starve or whatever it is. But, but but if I, let's say I, you know, let a dog become in that emaciated situation that the, we've seen those oh, pictures. Same, 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 same sentence. It's too lenient, but it would be a start. And as I said, if you make an example of a few of them, I mean, the cases, the cruelty cases I've seen coming into Husky Rescue Ireland, I've, I have one dog. She's an ex-breeding dog. She couldn't walk when she came into the rescue. I mean, she was emaciated. She was 25 kilos. And now she's 42 kilos, obviously neutered, healthy, happy dog. But, you know, she came from a breeder somewhere down the country and he walked away. He wasn't prosecuted. A lot of the dogs... Uh, how, many, how many of them are actually... When, when we see these stories constantly all the time in the paper about, you know, the guard raid this back garden, that mm, back garden, mm, and, they, and they find yeah. little dogs in cages and stuff, how many people actually do get prosecuted? Do they all get prosecuted and just get really lenient sentences? Or I are most of them not getting prosecuted at all? I think it's 50-50. I think some of them don't get prosecuted because, you know... I think the law is something abysmal. Like, if I abuse my dog and the warden comes to my door and if I give my dog voluntarily, I don't think I can be prosecuted. But if I try to keep my dog, I think that's the law, r- roughly. But that's, so a, if you try that's to a horrible dog, law, isn't it? Yeah, if you give your dog up. I mean, the, the laws are abysmal. I mean, we have a government that, that pays money to the horse racing industry and the greyhound industry. So what chance have we got of them protecting animals, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, I know there are people listening today who are fans of the greyhound and horse racing industry who will have a go at you over that and say, well, hold on for a second. This is a know, sport. We watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of greyhound racing you know, or horse animals, racing. I'm an animal activist and I'm obviously a vegan and animals are not out to exploit, abuse or use in any way. That's yeah, but but we see, here's the thing. Do we not come across sometimes as hypocrites? Because, look, I'm, I'm absolutely appalled by any animal cruelty. I, you know, I have a dog myself. My partner has a cat. You know what I mean? We love animals. We all love animals, right? But I'm quite happy to sit down and eat a steak. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Because, okay, I'm not a big, I'm not going to change that habit. I enjoy it. So, you know, most of us are kind of hypocrites. We, we, we pretend to care about animals, and I do care about animals. I know, I know. Uh, so, well, so, but I, I don't see anything too wrong with that hypocrisy if we take it in stages. You know what I mean? Well, I say, watch the video, watch your earthlings. <laughs> and you're not going to, let's not go down that route. You're not going to convince me to be a vegan anyway on the show today. But, but the point I'm saying is, this is why there are people who say out there, okay, look, I disagree with animal cruelty, but to put mm. somebody in jail for six years for mistreating a dog, you know, the same mm. as a child, uh, that's but a bit much. 
No, it's not a bit much. It's not a bit much. And you need, need to make, make examples out of them. I mean, we're the puppy farm capital of the world, I'd say. Why are people stupidly buying and paying for a, a, a dog's misery? They're buying a damaged puppy that's going to give them serious vet bills. Serious vet bills. And where are they advertising these puppies? Because they, I know most of the sites now Dundee, don't allow it. Dundeal and all those sites. I don't, so but do Dundeal still allow the advertising of dogs? I don't think they, they do. They do and we report them and they bring it down. I mean, well, they, they, they're, they're limited in what they can do. They take the ad down and then they notice it. There's ways and means. There's Facebook, you know, there's just social media. I mean, people want your little fluffy breeders are advertising still, you know. Yeah. And what, what I do is I report them to revenue. Yeah, and that puts a little spanner in their works. Okay, so you're reporting to revenue yeah. commissioners for obviously yeah. making an income from it. Yeah, because most of them don't pay tax. And most of them, the, the other thing is our wardens, unfortunately, don't have the time to go and inspect these premises. Do, I mean, we, do we have enough wardens? We don't, know. No, we don't have enough wardens. If they increase the fines and the jail times and got money from these abusing people, you'd have more money to pay more wardens. I mean, we should have mm-hmm. many more wardens. Uh, I mean, I think of two Dublin wardens. And they're overrun, you know, with cases. But the other thing is, I believe this was an apartment complex in City West. How many people knew this was going on and did nothing? Don't think someone else will report it. If you see animal abuse, report to the warden. The guards are great. Report to the guard station. Store Street guard station are great. They will come within three minutes if I report But the point you're making is, there are other people living in those apartments who would have heard the dogs bark. Exactly. So do something. Pick up your phone. Otherwise, you're as guilty as the person doing it. If yeah, so if you have a neighbour and they have like ten dogs out the back garden barking their brains exactly. out, report Bring them. The guards, ring the warden, report them. And keep reporting them and keep at it and follow up. Now, I report to someone, I follow up and ask them what's something done about it. Okay, just before you go, you have an appeal, as well. you have a Christmas appeal oh, as well. Oh, I do, yeah. I'm a volunteer, Husky Rescue Ireland, very close to my heart. I have four beautiful Akitas from there, and I have cats. Um, we have a global GoFundMe appeal. It's on this, it's running right into the weekend. We, um, Andy Cullen runs the rescue. He set it up and with a group of volunteers, um, he manages to run it. Um, he currently rents in County Leash, now it's a lovely place, but the, the aim is to buy some land or a house and renovate it and get like a state-of-the-art, you know, rescue centre. So everybody, if you go onto Husky Rescue Ireland's Facebook page, we have a pinned post that says Forever Home Appeal. Um, every euro counts. If You know, people give up the price of a cup of coffee, five euro today or this weekend. OK, I, I tell you what we do, we make it a little bit easier for them to do it. If you want to go to my Twitter account, Ashley will put a link up, will you, Ashley? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So we'll put Perfect. it up on our Facebook and our Twitter account uh, and that'll make it a bit easier to find and it for every people. euro counts and we, the aim is to buy land hopefully in the next year and set up, you know, because the money he, he's currently renting is just money down the drain. So he needs to, you know, buy a nice place somewhere in the okay. country that we can have good, lovely runs. Every euro counts. Don't think your euro means nothing. It means everything. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Catherine Woods, who is an animal rights activist, and she's setting up, uh, she wants to uh, to build a new premises, obviously, to help animals. So it's w- well worthwhile. Give her a few quid, even the price of a pint. So if you go to my Twitter account, Niall underscore Boylan, uh, if you go to my Twitter account now, you will see a link up there to it. Ashley's got to put a link up around to our Facebook page, and you'll be a link there as well. Follow the link and, uh, you know, donate a couple of quid there and help them out. Let me go to Ash. Ash, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you? Hi, Lord, you're not too bad. Good. Now, Ash, I'm sure you saw the story yesterday. A lot of people were talking about Jesse and City West, all these poor dogs, 38 I did. dogs. No, I did. Oh, did horrific. you see the pictures? They're yeah, horrific. Uh, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and it kind of and brings like, the whole topic up again as to what we should do or how we deal with I it. I totally get the other caller. She was dead right in saying that that was an apartment block. Yeah. Other people living there had to have... They must have heard them. If they didn't know exactly what was going on, they had to have had some kind of an idea. The dogs had to have been barking, crying... Like, I have two small dogs here. Yeah. 
And if they were barking for an hour or two, I'm sure the neighbours two or three doors and down. And they'd be knocking on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Houses, never mind an apartment block. Like, they yeah. have to have known. Yeah. So I'd appeal to other people if they think something similar is going on. I've got that caller said, get on to the FPCA, your local guards. It's confidential. They're not going to know who reported them. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. we all have to do our best. There's no excuse in this day and age for animal abuse. There really isn't. Do, do you think the laws are good enough? No, they're not. But that's, again, they're not enforced. No, well, I mean, like, look, even if they case. are enforced, you go, to, you go to court, you get a slap on the hand and a little bit of a fine, and you, might, and you might have killed three or four dogs, like. There was a case, only, I'd say, in the last year or two in Dublin where this man actually um, kicked their, the family pet to death. Oh, he's, that's what I mentioned earlier. And, he swung yeah, it like a lasso front, around his neck. In yeah. front of his children. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get banned from owning pets. No, nope. ju- he got a fine, that's all. Was, he didn't ban him because he didn't want to punish his children. I'm sorry, that's bull. Mm. Anyone can do that to a dog. Never mind. There was only there was another one there recently in Donegal. It was in the paper, and and there was these two dogs, and they had the picture of the two pitiful looking dogs in the paper, and the, you could see their ribs and everything. It was oh, the dogs were emaciated, but your man, like he destroyed these two animals. The two of them ended up having to be put down, uh, and uh, again, it was like a three hundred pound fine or three hundred euro. Uh, it's, it's a joke. It is. It's an absolute joke. Like I mean, I have d- two two rescue dogs here. One of them I only have him since March. She was taken out of the pound in Wexford. He was skin and bone. Yeah. Even petting him, my heart was broken. I was probably a little bit overweight You'd feel his backbone when you were kind of rubbing oh, him, yeah. Oh, it was. My heart was broken. I'd nearly be in tears petting him. Yeah. He had bald spots in his fur. His coat was in an awful state. Marks on his face. It's so just, just, is it no over the excuse. top to suggest, I mean, I know Catherine suggested it and I mentioned it earlier on as well. Is it over to the top to suggest that if you're cruel to a dog, you should be treated the same way as if you're cruel to a child? Look, let's be realistic. That's never going to happen, unfortunately. While there probably should be the case, it's not going to happen. But they do need to start making examples of people, even if it's a year in prison, something. Mm-hmm. They need to do something. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's never look. It's never going to be what you should get for a child. Let's no. be realistic. No. Like it's earned. No, it is hard. But there right. has to be some repercussions. Like you have to be named and shamed. You have to do some kind of prison time. Yeah. And there should be an automatic ban. Because because life. if we don't see if we don't see publicity around people being punished for doing this, people will continue to do it. It's laughable, and even the courts in Dublin. I won't say any names, but there's a certain judge. That any not even animal cruelty cases, any kind of a case, mm. he never gives people prison time. Yeah, like they need to. I don't know. Maybe some of them are too old now, and they should be letting the younger. Let well, the, the problem is to be a judge. Of course, you you have to have plenty of experience, and that's why they always end up being a bit older. But they're not all too old. But it depends on which court you're going look into. Look, I know uh, next boss of mine was the high court judge for a good while. But yeah, he had a good head on the shoulders. Yeah. Well, listen, listen I'm, I've run out of time, Ash. I completely agree with everything you said today. And, and people, you're right, people should have noticed this happening. And if you did notice, or as Ash was reiterated what Catherine said earlier on, you know, if you're living next door to somebody in an apartment or in a house and you hear that carry-on going on in the background, you know, the barking and everything else, please do something about it. You know, call the guards, call the DSPCA, call somebody. I absolutely agree with that lady. I was sick in this morning when I saw the condition of those fabulous little animals above in Dublin uh, was it 38 of them uh, something radically needs to change because I can't stand it I was sick in my stomach and like they get away with it the whole time um, people arrived at my gate last summer as in 2020 
and all they were looking to do was steal my dogs, but I ran them. Obviously, uh, we've got community alert, but the sooner prison is imposed on yep. those rotten, vile dog nappers, the yep. better. It just drives me crazy. Eilish in Washford. And so say all of us, Eilish. Uh, Geraldine, hi, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Niall, how are you? Uh, now, you tried to help a dog. Yes, I did. Um, there was a couple of different things that happened. Last summer, I was in Lidl's and I come out and it was 20 degrees and there was a dog in the car. Oh, no. Really heavy, windows closed. So uh, I went to the guard station because it's right beside where Lidl's was and I asked if they could help me to do something and there was no interest. They asked me what did they want me, what did I want them to do and that they weren't going to go and break the window of the car. Oh, my. And then I went to the guards about that. I went to the dog warden. I went to rescue centres and basically nobody's interested. So you report a dog that you believe may be neglected and nothing is done about it. You go to the guard of Sheikana about a dog that's in a car uh, in high temperatures with the windows up and they do nothing about it. No, he just says, they looked at me as if I was crazy. There was two of them. They said, what do you want? And how long do? do you think the dog was in the car for? Well, it was panting very, very heavy. And then I sat for a while. And then in the end, I just went to the guard station. Yeah, of course, of course, of shop. course. Yeah. And what I, what um, I would normally do in those situations is I, if I had the time, I'd wait around for a little while. And if I was waiting any longer than 15 or 20 minutes, that's passed the window myself. Well, I said to them, I'll go and I'll break the window. So I went back to the store. And then when I went back, there was a child then in the car sitting with the dog. Right. OK. 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 Uh, it, it is wrong that when you when you try to do the right thing, unfortunately, you know, nothing happens. <laughs> you know? Well, the thing with the Jack Russell, this is still going on. And the yeah. weather at the minute is really cold. And the dog's got absolutely no shelter. It's at the back of the house tied up in a chain. That's horrendous. That's absolutely awful. And you've been on to all the, the usual... I'm assuming you contacted the, the local council, you contacted the Garda Sheikana, and unfortunately, you're right. Sometimes they they just just don't seem to care. And this lady went on holidays for two weeks and left the dog tied up outside. Mm. And I used to go at night time and feed it and give it water. And in general, what, what do you think of people who leave their dogs out the back garden? I know most people nowadays, years ago when I was a young fella, it was the dumb thing just to leave your dog, you know, flying around out the back garden or out the front garden. It didn't matter. But nowadays, most people keep their dogs in the house. What, what do you think of people who leave their dogs out the back garden, particularly this time of I, year? I think anyone that treats an animal bad, it speaks a lot about them as a human being. And if you get dogs, are so, they're such uh, social creatures. Uh, if you get an animal, you treat it like family or then you don't get it at all. Okay. Like, who would like to be tied up outside on a chain in this weather or in any kind of weather? No, I get it. And I, and I don't disagree with you. If you are buying an animal, you must treat it respectfully. And if you want to keep an animal, treat it respectfully. I mean, you can't leave a dog out in the cold, particularly a small dog that doesn't have any kind of big coat or anything like that. You, I mean, any dog, I personally wouldn't leave a dog out in the cold. No, I wouldn't either. No, well, um, I'd always keep I had two black Labradors and just, they were like part of my family. Okay, let, let me just go to Dolores. Dolores, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Dolores? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Dolores. I mean, getting back to the dogs again, the, the story, of course, has raised the whole issue. The 38 dogs found in City West. It's a horrible story. That's right. I mean, yeah. what do you think should happen? 
Oh, well, I, if it was me, I know what I'd do if I caught all them. I mean, what, the, shub, the law needs to be changed now. It's, it's, they're getting away. It's happening all the time and they're getting away with it. So I think the, not, the law needs to be changed big time. And when, when you say the law needs to be changed, do you believe that people should be put in jail for as long as yeah. they would be if they hurt a human being, for example? Yeah. It's still... It's, it, it, I'm not saying... I'm not, don't get me wrong, or don't, don't, not comparing a human being or a child or anything like that. But it's still a little animal that has feelings, has a heart, that has lungs. And I don't know. If you do that with animals, what would you do with a human being? Yeah, I know. I, 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 yeah, sorry about that. And I, I do get what you're saying. And, like, there are people out there who believe it's only an animal. It's not, you know, it's not a human. I know they do. I know. And you, you can't be applying the same laws. Now, I, don't get me wrong, I, I agree with you. But there are people yeah. out there who think like that. Yeah, I know there is. I know. Some people are just not into animals, so they would think like that. Mm-hmm. Then some people are not into people either that think like that as well. <laughs> well, yes, of course. And, uh, and look, the research clearly shows the people who are, who are capable of being cruel to animals are quite That's capable right. of being cruel, cruel to human beings cruel as well. People. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you have a dog I yourself, think... Dolores? Oh, I do, yeah, yeah. I have a white Japanese bit. I sent you a picture one time of him. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, I think I do remember. I do remember you sending the picture to us. And yeah. I'm assuming he's kept in the house. Then is he? Oh, he's in the house all the time. Um, Niall, he's here. He's 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 the he's the baby in the house, and he's spoiled like all our dogs were. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think of people who leave their dogs or their cats or well, cats are different, of course, because they roam. Yes. But their dogs, they leave their dogs out the back garden. Geraldine just described there that she's aware of a dog that's out of back garden constantly all the yeah, time, I not being fed or looked there, after. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. No, I don't. I think if you, don't get one if you're going to treat it like that. Don't get a dog or an animal or anything unless you're going to treat treat it with kindness and treat with respect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's stay there. Let me just go to Freddie as well. Freddie, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Freddie? Hi, Niall. How are you? Yeah, you have three rescue dogs. Yeah, and um, one of them, the, the collie, she's about 12 now, but um, she she was a cruelty case. Like, she had, like, a rat's tail at the back of her. She had no fur from the back end. Right. But she's um, she sticks close to me all the time. She's, she, you can't leave her alone. She suffers from separation anxiety. A lot of dogs suffer from separation anxiety. They, it's a thing they get. If you walk away or go, even go out and leave them in the house. I know people, if you, if you record them when you leave the house, you hear them yelping and crying because you're gone. This one, like, sticks to you like glue. And, uh, yeah, she, because she, she was so her, badly treated. Yeah, she had her teeth worn down from chewing concrete from the, the little yard she was stuck in. Oh, no. But she just was craving affection. And what, I mean, when you, when you see that story, by the way, um, there's a story there, I was in the paper, 38 dogs found in, a, you know, two apartments, amongst other animals, cats and other animals as well. And, and they're, they hadn't been fed properly. If you look at the pictures, you can see they're starving. I mean, what do you think should happen to people who do that to animals? I think that what people are saying, at least a year, you know, some sort of prison sentence and a ban for life, like... Um, even it kicked out of the the, the place of the rented place because you're not allowed to have so many dogs mm-hmm. in in a in a place either. Like um, we we only have three because we know we can afford to keep and look after three. Yeah, you know. But other people they just 
think um, get another one and another one and feed them crap from the table like you know yeah but that's what we did in the old days wasn't it we used to feed them from the table do you remember that I know one of mine used to love bread and and tea for some reason yeah and they they hardly ever went to the vet but nowadays we're more we're more caring for them I think we don't we don't leave them out roam in the streets because um, like even I was passing a group of young fellas and one fella said to the other fella give the dog a kick Oh, you know, this is kind of our attitude you're dealing with. No, I walks with a stick just in case, you know. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Hang on. Let me just, let me go to Kevin. That's a dreadful. That's it's dreadful to hear that the poor animal was abused so much. By the way, that it sticks so close to you now. Yeah, Ke- Kevin, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Kevin? Oh, hang on, Kevin. Sorry, hang on. I need to to switch you on here. Hold on. Go ahead, Kevin. Am I on? Yes, you are indeed, Kevin. Go ahead. How are you going, my old friend? Listen, I'm good, Kevin, and yourself? I, never never better. Listen, uh, I, I don't know much about um, dog cruelty because I've never seen it and I wouldn't tolerate it. But what I was saying to Ashley was um, if, they fi- if they put a certain amount of fine for every time that they catch animals, like dog wardens or animal rescue people, mm-hmm. and they put, they put a certain amount of a fine on it, depending on how severe the case is, more of a fine. And they could hire more dog wardens. Right, in other words, more money needs to be no more money needs to be put in to catch people, is what you're saying. Exactly. And then as I said to Ashley, then they could ring the guards, but you have more dog wardens. And I'd find the people and even go as far as to say if it's really bad, the, the previous caller just happened to there, maybe six months in prison if it's a really bad thing. And a substantial uh, fine. It's 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 uh, like I mean I live in Dublin I work in parks and you see dogs being let off the lead even um, dangerous dogs and there's no the, the 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 park warden is ringing the dog and they never come because there's not enough of them. Yeah, and and I see I don't know what if there's a budget for this kind of thing I don't know if the government allow a budget for this kind of thing now they obviously have to because there is dog wardens out there but I don't whatever that budget is it clearly isn't enough. It isn't enough. It isn't enough. And because it is a big problem. I mean, I mean, I've listened to people all day talking about you know dogs and how you know how appalled they are by this story. And by the way, this story is just one of many. There's there's been hundreds of stories like this all year. They're just not all covered by the newspapers. You know where people are found to have you know twenty and thirty dogs in cages out their back garden that they're selling. Well, you see, another. I'm just after thinking of something in my head. Uh, I'm just arriving for an appointment. Um, but. Um, Dogs and cats and horses and donkeys, they're animals. But the people that abuse them are animals as well. But we have a big problem with horses in this country. That's a big problem. I, I, I know that. You know, I mean, people in housing estates, you know, tying horses to the front garden gate. Yeah, I, I see it all around. I, yeah. I'm not originally from Dublin, but I see it all around. And suburban towns around the country also. It's not just Dublin. But, um, like, I mean, if, 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 if just going back to another person you were talking to there about the car I, I, I would stay there like you would for 15-20 minutes and if the dog was still in big distress I'd break the window oh no I, I saw that yeah call, I, I would call the police first yeah. I would give the decency to call it but, oh, no, I, did, I, did, I remember I did come back about three years ago there. There was a dog over at Airside. I was over in Airside Shopping Centre in the middle of the summer. There was a dog in the car. But actually, I, I was I was also there in Airside in the same place. There was a baby in the car one day. But that's a whole different story. And it ended up... I the, remember you meant 
Yeah, the mother was actually in work. But but either way, I was there one day, there was a dog in the car and I waited for about, I called the guards and I waited for about 10 or 15 minutes and the guards did come in fairness to them and eventually the guy that was, owned the car eventually came back to it about 20 minutes later. But the guards did give him a good grilling now, you know, in fairness, they did. Uh, now, I didn't obviously have to break the window because he came back to the car eventually, but I, but oh, well, I would have broke it. I wouldn't like to break the window, but if the guards didn't come after 15, 20 minutes... I mean, but the guard was time? going to break the window until your man arrived back. He was, in yeah. fairness to the guard, he had his batting out and he said to me, you know, I said, I think I should just break the window here. And I said, well, it doesn't look like your man's come back. But eventually he came back anyway. So, but the dog, again, like Dolores mentioned, or somebody mentioned earlier, the dog was panting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was in distress. Of course he was. He was yeah, in the like, I mean, If it was a child in a car for 20 minutes and nobody was around, the guards would come then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but they won't come for a, little, a, a poor little defenceless animal. Yeah, and, you know, these dogs or animals or whatever it is, they feel pain. You know, they just like human beings in a warm car, they can't breathe, you know, and they can die. Listen, thanks. I appreciate that, Kevin. After break. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.